0: you can't decide who what or where they are, who they are unless you start talking to them they might complain at first but then when you start talking to them you learn i learned a whole bunch about where they come from their families i become one of them most of the time but usually they want to get down to business and be left alone <laughs> ba, 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 da,
1: da, da. Ba ba da da do da da, ba ba da 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 to A Fresh Air Inspired Life. I'm your host, Amanda Wise. And today's guest has lived in the harbor for 28 years. She has worked in a variety of locations locally, and she currently holds the janitorial position for Grant Township, which includes (coughs) cleaning the bathrooms in the Welcome Center. So my goal of this podcast is not only to introduce you to this bubbly, resilient woman, but make sure you realize there's a person behind every clean public restroom you visit. Please welcome Marianne Coackenbush. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Amanda. So you have worked other positions at Grand Township, but how long have you been the janitor?
0: 18 years.
1: Eighteen years. All right, that's a lot. That's a longer <laughs> term than I thought. Uh, we worked together at the township for a few years when I was doing one of your old jobs as a deputy clerk. Yes. What did you like about the deputy clerk position?
0: Actually, the most thing, best thing I liked about the, that position was working the elections.
1: Awesome. What else? What else did you like about it?
0: Um. Just generally working with the people. I don't mind people one-on-one or a couple but crowds I do not like and Mm. and this is a small town so it's usually one-on-one.
1: And why did you decide to transition to a place where as you said to me bathrooms don't argue?
0: Uh, Well I worked besides being in the township office I'd work in some of the motels and cleaning and also I tried waitressing uh, I'm appreciative of people who can do that job, mm-hmm. but I did not like it. Mm.
1: And so you took on the, you thought the janitorial well, would mis- be a good
0: fit. Well, Mr. Powers, who was the supervisor ah. at the time, asked me three different times he w- wanted someone <laughs> in the position because the person that was there wasn't really doing the job that should be done. And so finally I gave up cleaning cabins and motels for working in the community center.
1: Gotcha. Wow. So in this first segment you told us what you're learning about people and their bathroom behavior by cleaning up after them. Um, Today as this airs is the 4th of July celebration which brings a lot of people to town. What advice do you have the mass of people who flood these restrooms for the week and all the rest of the events for
0: the summer? Um, they're really pretty good the only mm-hmm. thing is th- it's and it's the toilet paper's fault uh, <laughs> uh, because when they go to pull it off the roll usually the roll sticks they're big single rolls mm-hmm. and so they make confetti they pull little pieces oh. off and instead of throwing it on the, in the toilet or in the, in the ladies room has a garbage can um, it just goes on the floor mm. so usually the floor is full of confetti and toilet so paper <laughs> so and every it, day is a celebration in yes, the bathroom <laughs> yes and it isn't too bad unless it's hot and humid or the bathrooms get a lot of use and they start sweating and so it gets stuck on the floor and then mm. it gets kind of glued if I don't get it right away mm-hmm Wow,
1: well there you have it folks, put the toilet paper confetti <laughs> in the toilet. Um, it's. I just want to point out the fact that it's often hard for people to get their start up here in Copper Harbor. Would you tell us a little bit about yours?
0: Um, I tried, I how I be- came up here was I applied for a job at the Fort store. George Polich who was had run, was running that apply was looking for it in the manager so the first time I tried it so, somebody else had filled a position before I did because I was living in Munising at the time mm. so the next year it came up again and I applied for it and I went in, to Iron River where they live and interviewed and said and they said okay they said the manager that is there right now is only going to be there about a month and then you can replace her And I said, fine. And so that's what happened. I packed up my two kids, a cat, a dog, and stopped at Walmart just in case and got a tent and a tarp. And we came up here. And we said it was going to be an adventure. Mm. And so I lived the first three months in a tent. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: That's really cool because even these days, especially with all the campgrounds available, that's a lot of people's stories. Oh, I just camped for the first summer. But even, what, 28 years ago, you were doing the same thing. Yes. So, kudos to you. Now you have your own house here in the harbor and yes. with your husband. And it's, and you raised all your kids up here, right?
0: Two of them, the, two the of youngest them. two.
1: Yes. The youngest two are raised up here. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Wow. See people, we can make it happen. We yes. can do this if you really try, if you really want it bad. Oh yeah. Um, you did mention the elections were your favorite part of the deputy clerk position. Um, I'd like to let the listener know that you are the resident with the longest standing election inspector status. How many years have you been working in the elections? Uh, probably about 25 years. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right then. Awesome. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, it's the clerk's department who runs elections. And when I was in the clerk department, Marianne was our go-to for questions about voting machines and voter day operations, all that stuff. So you and I have talked about the importance of running a fair, proper, and accountable election. Um, Please tell us why this civic duty means so much to you that you have done it for so many years.
0: I feel that as a citizen of the United States and that's something that I can do and enjoy doing and and trying to teach people uh, whether they vote come in and vote I said even if they take the ballot and don't make a mark mm. they are voting mm. their feelings or what they think so uh, I just I feel great about doing that that's the one thing I can do I can't go to into the service I can't there's a lot of things I can't do but elections I can handle awesome yeah that's that was that's been fun doing
1: that with you yes and yeah watching it evolve along the way as we go but yeah I believe that too I like I like that we get to uphold that every person gets their one vote yes. however they're voting yes they right and yes we get to do that I think that's appropriate to talk about for Independence Day, you know? Very I mean, much so. Why not? Thank you. And we get to know the people in our district who are voters. Mm-hmm. Yep, because our uh, Grant Township geography extends well beyond Copper Harbor, well beyond Loch Labelle, to the Bay Degree area, to the northern part of Lake Linden addresses, and um, yeah, so it's even some Allaway of the, and
0: Allaway yeah some yeah. of the addresses some are in of Mohawk. them some of them mm-hmm. some yep. of them have their own, that's their own precinct but there yep. are some that even though they live there uh, if they have a camp or something they use that address mm-hmm. so
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's very interesting but fun and yes yeah, really really purposeful work I agree I would like to personally thank you for all you do for Grant Township many of these municipality positions are thankless positions, which is why I want to showcase them. So what you do and what all our Grant Township employees do helps this town thrive as a community and tourist destination. So thank you, Marianne. You're
0: most welcome.
1: Yeah, but we're not done yet. Okay. Uh, You just mentioned when you walked in today that you were one of the original three people on the emergency medical system. The first responders. First responder. Yeah. First responder. Tell us, tell us about that.
0: Well, the sheriff uh, Lottie, had, we had there was a meeting, and I don't remember which where it was exactly. But he was looking for people to add on because they were the first responders, the sheriff and his mm-hmm. deputies. But it was always hard because they were at the scene of an accident, or mm-hmm. they needed to do that part, and they could it was hard to do both of them and with more and more people coming in so actually we were the first three first responders uh three ladies mm-hmm. and it was barb foley eileen Pleasure, and i who signed up for the training and actually it was all of keweenaw county wow. at the time and we were on call 24 7 so sometimes two or three o'clock in the morning mm. our radio beepers went off and we'd grab our bags and go.
1: Wow and I would imagine that's when a lot of accidents happen. Is that kind of a common time that you remember? Yeah t- you
0: know people driving home from at the bar mm. or <clears throat> deer running out or mm-hmm. could be anything. Yes sure. and there's illnesses that happen too that mm. in the, middle of the, in the night. middle of
1: the night. Yeah you're right. Wow. So
0: yes and sometimes if the farther distances away, the ambulance would get there before we did. Sure.
1: Yeah. Cause there were roads weren't so windy on the way. Oh my goodness. Wow. Well, thanks for doing that. That's really sure. awesome too. Um, so Marianne can be found daily walking her cute little dogs and picking the beach for
0: rocks. Would you like to say anything about rocks? I, that's one of my favorite things. It always has been as when I was a kid mm-hmm. was picking rocks. But Lake Superior has a vast, yeah, it's unlimited amount Mm. of rocks. And every day you go, new rocks. Mm -hmm. And so, and a lot of people like the agates. I like the agates if I can find them, but Mm -hmm. there are other, there are even different types of agates. There's 19 at least different types of agates found. And I've even found amethyst in rocks and copper in rocks so we have I have genuine copper harbor copper Mm, found on the lakeshore in a rock little Mm -hmm. tiny pieces sometimes but it's uh a fun I've always liked doing it oh nice and you what are some of your favorite rocks well like I said the agates um and one of them's called a skip and adam agate what yes yes it doesn't it isn't the traditional stripes type Mm um it's white and lacy and it's sometimes it's almost oh. blue or opalized oh, okay and so that's why they call it a skip and atom. and they according to the, some of the books that i've been reading it's not found here or if it is it's very rare but there have been times i have bags full <laughs> little tiny pieces small rocks big rocks and uh so it's here nice uh, and uh, just looking for the oddity um especially the ones with the amethyst they can surprise you mm. so nice do you do you have any advice for people who like to pick rocks it's just enjoy go and enjoy mm. and and especially the, the wet rocks it's easier to find mm-hmm. the rocks because when they dry up there's a lot of them look the same mm-hmm. and they kind of hide their specialties yeah I
1: noticed that wet rocks, especially when the sun hits them, then you really see what's Yes, yes. Happening. After a
0: rain or during a light rain, mm-hmm. it's fun to go walking the beach just to pick rocks. And I pick all kinds of them. And my rock gardens have a lot of extra rocks in them mm. because I thought it would be something. And I thought, no, I'll just wait until I get home and then I'll study it and look at it and mm-hmm. see if it belongs in uh, my specialty spot or it can go in the rock garden to mm-hmm. add color to the rocks I already have in the garden because most of the rocks that are in my yard are kind of gray or black or just plain. Mm.
1: Nice, and I do like what you said about just enjoy. When you go out there to pick rocks, like don't have expectations like, oh, I need to find 17 agates and 13 pieces of copper. That's, That's not
0: what it's about. To me, I just walk along and look, and when I do find something, Oh, and I even find be- I like looking for the beaver sticks that the beavers mm. leave behind, mm. or other pieces of driftwood that are unique. And it's just fun. It's like a treasure hunt, mm. and you never know what you're going to find. And and sometimes you find nothing. But the walk along the lake with the, the waves lapping, or the wind blowing, and the birds, um, it just is just something that I enjoy, and it's comforting, beautiful. It's relaxation. Yeah is and that's i
1: think one of the beautiful things about being up here is that when you get to that point where you can just be by the lake yes and it kind of washes out your soul
0: yes you don't have to be doing anything no just enjoying the scenery too yeah i mean and i take my camera and i take pictures Mm of um it's amazing the sunrise from in the middle of the summer during the summer solstice is way out over the lake Mm -hmm. and as as the the year progresses and the sun is moving pretty soon it's way far south Mm -hmm. and uh it's people don't even I don't think realize that Mm -hmm. so I've taken pictures and it's like one day it's here and a month or two later it's a little bit over here and it just keeps moving back and forth yeah it's cool and I think This time of
1: year, our day, now that we just had the summer solstice and the days are getting shorter, um, how foreboding (laughs) is that? Oh, man. (laughs) But anyway, I think our our daily light change goes down by about three minutes per day because of the sun's position. So it's really kind of interesting fact, I think. Yes
0: it's like our spring starts it's like there's lots of snow and then all of a sudden it's melted and the trees and the bushes and the plants are all putting out their greenery and their flowers and trying to hurry up to get you know because yeah. it's such a short season it is the days are already getting shorter yes <laughs> and all the leaves just came out so yeah it's interesting but i always think about the summer solstices and then fourth of july I said, we have the uh, almost midnight sun. It, mm-hmm. it lasts that long. Mm-hmm. The land of the almost midnight sun. Yep. Because it's 11 o'clock before we can see the fireworks. Exactly. Really. It's dark
1: enough. It is. And that's yeah, That's why we do have to start them off so late here. It's, I feel like all the people who come up to watch them, they're like, oh, come on already. But you're sitting there and it's still daylight, so you can't light fireworks off at night. So. No. Patience. Yep. Patience. Yep. Yeah, awesome. Um, You also have a lot of yarn because you crochet. And knit. And knit. Okay, I wasn't sure if you did both. Awesome. I I don't know how to knit. I'll just crochet for the rest of my life. I I started
0: knitting first. My grandmother taught me how to knit on four needles making mittens. (sighs)
1: Mittens was your first project? Yes. Oh my god with a thumb?
0: Yes. Oh, she geez. would she would hand me the needles just to do mm. the knit and crochet or the knit and mm-hmm. purl okay. and then or just the knitting and then when it was kind of changed things she would fix that part. Oh. And so I learned to knit and I'm normally a left-handed person. I was born left-handed. Okay. Uh, but she was right-handed so I knit right-handed. Oh. but i taught myself to crochet so i crochet left-handed okay <laughs> wow that's and cool. it's all in in what it does because left-handers see it more than right-handers mm-hmm. but most everything is rigged for the mm-hmm. right-hander okay and so, so you automatically do things right-handed mm-hmm. because that's the way it has to be done sure if it's going to be comfortable or feel right it, yes yeah. interesting
1: hmm. um I know that some of your crafts can be purchased at the Boreal Beans Coffee House yes. in the Inn. Mm-hmm. Uh Would you like to tell us a little bit about
0: just some of the items you have available? And you have it's um, from the little scrubbies, mm, which little are round scr- scrubbies, mm-hmm. dish or slash washcloths. The scrubbies I have there's four different types. They are from I call them from pots and pans to face and hands
1: oh nice some of them
0: are softer and some of them are the real scrubby scrubbies Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh and then I have uh washcloths slash dishcloths that some people think are too pretty to use in the bathroom (laughs) or in the kitchen they don't so they use them as like a doily or under a lamp sure um I make afghan scarves hats um a lot of them I call my idiot projects because I don't have to think. I just mm. start crocheting or knitting, and, and it's done quickly. Um, I don't do too many very fancy stuff things. Mm. I just I'm enjoying all the other simpler ones. They yeah. still look pretty, and once in a while I do do uh, tablecloths and and oh. uh, out of the string more. So, wow. yes. But I I try to tackle anything and everything. Oh, nice. You're that kind of woman. That's one thing I like about you. Well, I have all these things I like to do, and I just don't have all the time for them. I Mm. tell people, especially in the wintertime, how can you, what do you do all winter? And I said, really? I don't have enough winter. I have too many projects Uh, to take care of. So, yes. Very nice. Um, I have
1: one of your two-toned afghans and i've seen them at a lot of other people's houses can you describe this this afghan that you that you uh like to make it's kind of your go-to gift for a wedding it's double
0: it looks like it's double-sided and actually it isn't in when you're doing the crocheting it's two rows on top of two rows but the way the pattern is it's uh two different colors Mm -hmm. and uh it's just a cool Afghan, and I just enjoy doing it because it, when I even look at it, it's like, how does this happen?
1: Yeah, it's it it is. It's like an optical illusion. The yes. two colors, but you can see most of the, the one color on one side and most of the other yes. color on the other side. Anyway, I think that's a great gift, and I'm really I'm really honored to have one myself. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you. Yeah, um, Marianne, what else do you like to do for Read. fun around here? Read.
0: Okay, I'm a readaholic. Oh. What do you like to read? All kinds of stuff. Mm. I am interested in just about anything. I just, curiosity. I was always a reader as a kid. And so I've just still, and I've got uh, my kids loving to read too. Mm, nice. So the only one, there's one that can't, but he's dyslexic. So mm. he he doesn't like to read. Sure. Okay. And most of them are sight words that he has problems with. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: Phonetics, he can phonetically sound them out but he could not and it's up in his brain it's not connecting Mm -hmm. Um, I learned that when I was uh, trying to teach him to read Dr. Seuss books Mm -hmm. and you know how kids love to rhyme books Mm -hmm. in the and Dr. Seuss books in rat hat cat sat and you could see in his face Mm -hmm. he didn't get it at all there was nothing there and so it's like um, I tried working with him, and, and the teacher tried to work with him, and when he got uh, a little bit older, they kept saying he, he can't write, and I said, and the reason he can't write is he can't read, mm. and so he had, uh, if orally, or if, if they would have given him books on tape or CDs or whatever, that he can do. Mm. If he hears it, he can do it I used to have to read him explain to him or read him like story problems or spelling things where he had English that they had a long explanation what they Mm -hmm. wanted done Mm -hmm. and then he could do it but uh, he just uh, just had problems
1: interesting yeah yeah there's all kinds of people out there and we really have to just learn how they learn and to help them be yeah feel like a purposeful person on this planet Yeah, Brady P. likes to read too, and that makes my heart really happy. He loves to read, so that's that's good when you can instill that in your children. That's a cool thing. So, reading, you're a readaholic. Anything else? I mean, I know you got some hobbies. Anything else? Gardening. Gardening? Outside,
0: flowers. I've got a milkweed garden, Mm -hmm. and I've tried to start a few of them around the area, so Mm. to help the monarch butterflies, any butterflies, well, but especially the monarch. Because they're losing their territory mm. for uh, they for laying their cata- their eggs. so the caterpillars, because it's what the caterpillars eat are the milkweed mm-hmm. plants and uh, and so I've had one since 2012. It keeps trying to expand in my backyard and I try to keep it in circled in a small garden, mm-hmm. but it keeps wanting to keep expanding mm. so. And I've got two or three other gardens around that are starting to uh, expand themselves. And so we, I hope to have a nice uh, milkweed garden for not just the butterfly, all the butterflies. Mm-hmm. And the hummingbirds love them. And the hummingbird moths mm. and bees and wasps and even some flies. Mm. Like all the flowers, depending on the flowers. Nice. So I just enjoy gardening. My dad was a gardener. Nice. That was his hobby. He was an electrical engineer by trade.
1: Oh, and then he gardened. But that
0: was his you if you ever wanted to go talk to him, go out to the garden.
1: Oh, there's Dad. In the <laughs> yeah. Yep. Aww, cool. Um, is there anything else you would like to tell our listener?
0: No, I think I've explained just about everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now we've heard everything from Mary Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. I always enjoy chatting with you. Um, I'd like to invite the listener to reach out to Copper Harbor Vitality with any questions you might have for Marianne or our past guests. Till next time, put that toilet paper where it goes, wash your hands, and be good to yourself. And geez, enjoy those fireworks. Be safe. (laughs) Ba ba da 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 Ba da 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 da